0: Welcome to Let's Clear the Air, a podcast sponsored by the Allergy Asthma and Sinus Center dedicated to educating listeners about allergies, asthma, and immunology.
1: Good afternoon. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Let's Clear the Air. I've got Dr. Erin Roman. It's always such a pleasure to have you on the show. And we've heard a lot from you. So we're super excited to hear about spring allergies. I was driving in today and I was literally seeing pollen fall off the trees on the interstate. So can you tell me a little bit about that and why it's February, but we're seeing spring allergens?
0: Yeah, it's great to be back, Kaylee, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk about spring allergies with you today. You know, I was just having a conversation with another physician um, a couple of days ago about the fact that spring pollen season seems to have come early this year. And you know, for those of us, especially in Tennessee, and I think this affected most of the country, certainly the Southeast, if you remember over, Uh, Christmas we had that deep freeze where we were at sub-zero temperatures and I really thought this is gonna be great for our allergy sufferers we're gonna get a really cold winter you know it'll probably be prolonged and maybe um, spring will start late this year I had really high hopes for a good spring pollen season but as you know that seemed to be the only true freeze that we actually had and since then temperatures have just been unseasonably warm. Of course, we've loved seeing the daffodils out. We have loved getting to enjoy our long walks like you and I were talking about earlier. But for allergy sufferers, this may not be the best news of the year. I hate to be the one to break it. So you're right, pollen is already out. Um, i just looked at the local pollen count for knoxville actually and tree pollen is already being detected so it's here and unfortunately we haven't reached the peak of it yet i expect that the peak is probably another maybe even month away before we are in peak spring pollen season but it's here it's detectable and you know i often tell for this very reason i often tell my allergy patients Your routine medicines and things that you're taking, those need to be started in February because you just never know when it's going to be a year like this one and spring pollen season
1: comes early. And we were talking also about tennis and some of these spring sports that are already starting practices, so what would you tell the athletes that are having a hard time with the spring allergens this early? That's a great question, Kaylee. So we have a lot of student athletes and those of us
0: like me who are adults and not really athletes per se, but like to be outside, you know, playing around on the tennis court or playing basketball with our kids or going on those long walks. So whether you're an athlete or not, I think it's important to know that spring pollen season is here. And what I would tell, especially our our young athletes is, you know, the practice season and the the game and match season is going to be busy, but you've got to make time to take care of your allergies. If you don't, it's going to catch up with you, and you're going to end up missing and being disappointed because your allergies bring you down. So what I would tell um, our, our athletes who are allergy sufferers is make sure you're already going on your routine spring allergy medicine. For a lot of patients, that's, you know, an allergy tablet and an allergy Nose spray. If that's in your protocol, that should already be going for you, and you should be doing that on a daily basis. The other thing that's important in what I was talking about or referring to with it getting busy with practices and games, if you're on allergy shots, for instance, you've got to make time to get into the office for those. If you don't, you can expect to suffer because of it. So take that extra few minutes to either ask the coach for the time off to run and get your allergy shot or plan for it on a day that you don't have practice or game because you're you're really going to be thankful to yourself that you took the time to get in and and take care of your allergies.
1: And I'm sure since it's February, we're still going to see some of that winter weather come back. I know we're talking spring allergies, but it's still, it's still February. I mean, we're having winter. And is there going to be trouble for those patients that are already on their allergy medicine now? Are they going to be reacting harder and stronger?
0: I think you know um, that's that's really good to think about ahead of time. You're not you're never going to set yourself back by going ahead and getting started on your regimen. So don't worry about the fact that you know, we still could have snow. We don't know. You know, it's the weather is so difficult to predict. But if you're going on your allergy medicine now, you're moving in the right direction. Now, the tricky part is if we do get another freeze and another week or two of cold weather, it's tempting then to stop your allergy medicine during that time and think, well, I probably don't need it. We're back to winter again. You know, you and I both know how this weather is in the Southeast. It seems like spring one day and winter, or the next and some are the next. So don't be fooled in that, yes, we go back to colder temperatures again, but don't stop the allergy medicine. Once the spring pollen season has started, I can assure you it's here to stay. And even if we do get, you know, a couple of snows or freezes yet to come, you'll be glad you stayed on your allergy medicine and your allergy regimen if that includes allergy shots for you.
1: That's great. What would you tell somebody that typically runs quite a bit they already have asthma symptoms should they always have that inhaler with them as long as they're running or how, how does that need to be played out Sure. Now, of course,
0: every patient is going to have an asthma action plan that they've discussed with their provider. But just as a generalization, things I feel comfortable talking about on the podcast. Yes, if you are an asthmatic and a rescue inhaler is part of your plan, that needs to be with you at all times. And that includes on a run or during some sort of exercise. Even if you do your run indoors and you think, well, I'm not exposed to the allergens. I'm just on the treadmill, you know, at my local gym. Great, but you you never know when your asthma symptoms could hit. Now, if you are taking your run outdoors because the weather is nice or your exercise is going to be outdoors, again, that's the important part of having been on your allergy medicine so that hopefully your allergies don't cause a flare-up, and then having that rescue inhaler with you in case exercise or allergens or the combination of the two cause you to start having symptoms while you're out on your run. There's nothing worse if you're an asthmatic than, than feeling those symptoms come on and not knowing where your inhaler is. That can be a really scary situation. So you know, all the new brands, um, have the fanny packs now and the running packs, get one of those and just attach them to you. If you, if you don't have somewhere to convenient to, um, to keep your inhaler, it seems like fanny packs have made a comeback, right? I so you trendy. could, right. Yes. So you could have your allergy medicine and your, um, rescue inhaler there just to be extra certain and cautious that you'll have what you need.
1: Now let's go back to the spring pollen. You said like, if it gets colder you're still in spring pollen season can you explain that a little bit
0: yeah exactly so
1: Kaylee, once the pollen has
0: fallen, of course, it's here. Do you ever notice on cars that yellow, um, dusty looking stuff? You know, that's pollen. And so when you see that starting, yes, a freeze might slow things down temporarily. But as soon as the weather is nice again, I mean, the pollen's going to pick right back up. So you definitely don't want to be caught unaware or off guard. Um, the tree pollen season in Tennessee and then the southeast is a pretty long season. Of course, we know it's already started this year and that can go well into April. It'll start tapering off by the end of April, early May, but then of course, what have we got? Grass exactly. pollen season is right around the corner and late spring, early summer is grass pollen. So, if you want to know the truth of the matter, now that Um, pollen season has started, of course, even a rainy day can dampen the pollen for a day or two. But then that just encourages more growth of all these trees and flowers and things that we enjoy seeing, but don't necessarily enjoy inhaling if we are pollen sufferers. So I think um, pollen season's here. It's, It's not going away. And it essentially for us in tennessee and the southeast it's going to be here through late fall at this point so welcome (laughs) welcome to tennessee right
1: Yes. that was actually one of the questions that a listener had asked if rain helps heavy pollen
0: yeah, um, I, I think we've sort of alluded to that already, but rain might bring down um, the the pollen count immediately on that particular day, but it certainly doesn't help with the overall, you know, big picture of pollen because it's, again, you know, what makes the flowers grow, rain and sun. What makes the trees grow, same thing. So that's only going to... Um, contribute to worsening pollen down the road. So, you know, allergy sufferers tend to like those rainy days in the spring because it does give you just sort of a temporary relief from it all floating around in the air. But that relief is only going to be temporary. And even on those days, if you're a routine allergy sufferer, you need to just continue with your regular medicine, whatever you've discussed with your provider. If you're due for an allergy shot that day, absolutely go in and get your allergy shot rain doesn't change the fact that we have a routine as allergy sufferers that we need to stick to.
1: Exactly. I just find it so miserable to kind of be thinking about each day if is it going to rain I'm going to have some relief. So what are those next steps for somebody that is truly having a hard time with their spring allergies?
0: Yeah that's a great question. So you know for a lot of our listeners may not have had any formal testing ever done to sort of pinpoint exactly what their allergies are. So if you've tried some basic steps like over-the-counter medicine or, you know, a doctor visit or two where you've gone in and maybe been given some um, medicines to either take by mouth or nasal sprays, if you've tried those things and you're really still suffering, it's time to get in with a board-certified allergist. Um, Once you go to an appointment there, you'll be evaluated. You can get allergy skin testing done, which Kaylee, you know, uh, probably some of our listeners feel nervous about that but we have kids that come in here and get allergy testing and you know half of them I had two patients yesterday that laughed through the whole thing so it's not the miserable experience that you know the old wives tales might Ex, you know have you expect it's it's really not a terrible experience the whole thing can be done in under an hour and the great news Kaylee is you get the results that day you get results before you leave the office so my recommendation for those still suffering would be to schedule your appointment with a board-certified allergist. Get the testing done. You might be surprised. You might be surprised to know that you have not just spring pollen allergy, but maybe mold allergy, maybe animal allergy that you weren't aware of, maybe some dust allergy. So it's important to first find out at that appointment what are you allergic to? And then from there, you can formulate a plan. And a plan for allergies is really a three-step process. It hasn't changed a lot, which is the great thing. Uh, Number one is... Allergen avoidance. Stay away from what you're allergic to and a lot of times my patients and I get a good laugh out of that because we know that they're not going to be able to stay away from spring pollen. They're not going to get rid of their pets and we don't want them to. So if you're unable to do some of the simple avoidance measures, then your next step is to discuss allergy medicine now if you tell your provider look i've already tried this and this and this that may be a quick step you know you may be brushing through that step pretty quickly because there's only so many medicines out there available and many of those are available over the counter but there are some that are still available by prescription so go over that with your provider and then third and final option for our allergy sufferers as far as treatment is immunotherapy and that can look like a lot of different things Um, the most common of course is the traditional allergy shots that's, you know, coming into the office, getting your allergy shot in a simple process in one of our shot rooms. You're in and out very quickly, doesn't take up much time of your day. And then you're working toward a long-term solution for your allergies. I always tell patients, medicines are great as long as you want to take medicines every day. But if you're looking for something that gives you more of a long-term solution for your allergies, then we're talking about immunotherapy, allergy shots being the most common. But we do have some patients who opt for allergy drops as well. That Again, that's a full conversation to have with your provider at that appointment.
1: Another question was, I don't know if my kid can play any spring sports because they have allergens. They are having all of these reactions whenever they're out at the baseball field and everything like that. So just to kind of clarify that, Like you said, you have athlete patients, you have these patients that come in for their allergy shots, they're getting out of school a little early just to go get their allergy shot before practice. Can you go in and talk a little bit more about that?
0: Sure, I have uh, parents especially that just, you know, feel heartbroken for their children who are out there on the field or the court or whatever it is, and they are really suffering, whether that's from their asthma or their allergies or a combination of both. And I try to take some of that burden off them and let them know that it's my job to find a regimen that works for your child that keeps them doing everything that they want to do. Asthma, allergies, nothing should stop your child from being able to do what they want to do. And it would be an extreme, extenuating circumstance that a child would not be allowed to play sports. That's very unusual. So get in with that allergist. Find out. Let them know, you know, these are the specific symptoms my child is struggling with. This is when they're struggling. This is what they're doing when they're struggling. I promise you, your provider wants nothing more than for your child to get the full sports experience outdoor play experience exploring experience you know kids are made they're designed to be outside so when the weather is good we want them to be outside and we but we want them to do so safely and if your child's allergies or asthma are out of control it can feel like it's not safe and that's a scary situation to be in so as a parent myself as an allergist i i want to see kids out there at their full potential so yes that's a great question your child can play sports whether they have asthma or allergies or both and we want to be here to help them do that
1: and there's no better time than getting them in now that's right don't
0: wait i mean the season is upon us we don't you know a lot of people think well i i the season's already here. I might as well wait until it's over. No, no, we can make a difference with just some small changes within a matter of days. So please don't wait. Don't feel like you've waited too long. I can assure you we can make a difference
1: great thank you so much dr roman and you can find dr roman at our crossville cookville or mcminnville offices thank you again for being here today and it's spring so i'm sure we'll get many questions so as always you can reach out to dr roman through our aasc website thank you for listening for another episode of let's clear the air
0: we hope you've enjoyed this episode of let's clear the air please consider following this podcast and remember If you want helpful and accurate information about allergies and asthma, our allergy experts are
1: here to clear the air.